Hi, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com <laughs> and this is episode 118 of the So Free Art podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And this one is about the arty things, because <laughs> we're going to be looking at another article, a little article, an ickle article. And this one's going to be from issue number two of the Graphite magazine, which is a beautiful little magazine. And the article we're going to be looking at is called Creating Creatures. And it says, it's Creating Creatures, Sketching and Concept Development with Bryn Metheny. Little artist Bryn Metheny. So we'll talk, I'll talk about that in a minute. But the co-host, Little Dennis, is with us. He's excited for this. He was excited because this was going to be an episode a few weeks ago. But ended up talking about acceptance instead. So I can't wait for this one. It's a really fun little article. And I went through the notes last night again to do a little recap. And I I almost enjoyed reading the article for the second time more than the first one. It's cool. So I hope you enjoy this one. Before we get into the episode though, got a few little things. What is it here? Oh yeah, I'm still working on the website at sophielawson.com. And what have I done? currently working on photos, modelling photos. Doo-doo-doo. <laughs> it's quite funny. Just sorting out my little photos. And what I'm going to do is, little Sophie, my little character, she's going to be critiquing my photos. So it's going to be quite fun. There's going to be a little bit of humour in there, hopefully. So I'm, I'm excited for that. That's what I'm working on at the moment. It's taking quite a long time because I've got, I got thousands of photos it's, it's quite hard to sort through photos. And then what else is... Oh, yeah. This week I also picked up a little a Wacom Cintiq. It was a 21-inch one. It's quite big. So that was taking up quite a lot of time. And what it's done is it's actually affected my meditation because I was sorting out the computer and stuff instead of, instead of doing what... Blabbering. Yeah. <laughs> little Dennis has said, I am blabbering, so... Let's get into this little episode. You can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com because I'll put a link to Little Bryn's website and a few other bits and bobs. And also you can f- watch this as a video on YouTube at youtube.com slash sophielawson. And what I do is if you watch it on the video, you'll be able to see the images in the little article. It's going to be really fun, this. So let's get into this little article. It's, what's it called? Creating Creatures with Bryn Metheny. So let's get into this little article then. It's from issue number two of the Graphite magazine, which is a beautiful bunch of magazines. They only released 10 of these, and it's, they're by 3D Total Publishing. And if you actually go onto their website at the moment, I'll put a link in the description. But all these Graphite magazines, the ones they've still got in stock... They're all on sale for £3. And I, f- I feel like once they've gone, they're actually going to be gone forever. So I, I would recommend getting these because these, these magazines are just so much fun. They're fun to look at, but also fun to read. Because as, as I've started going into the articles, I'm really learning a lot. So I recommend these. But this little article is called Creating Creatures, Sketching and Concept Development with the artist Bryn Metheny. And if, 
Well, I actually had to go onto YouTube to see how to pronounce their name. It's you spell it. It's B R Y N N, and then it's M E T H E N E Y. But if you go onto their little website, which their website is brynart.com, B R Y N N A R T dot com. Did you hear the voice there? It went. It went weird. I think I need a drink. I'm gonna have a bit of. Hot, 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 chocolate. <laughs> but if you go onto their website, they've got loads of beautiful. Well, they just they're doing loads of little creatures and beautiful creatures. Lots of sketches and lots of lots of finished art of creatures. But if you go onto their, they got a little store on their site as well. They've got a load of art books of full of their sketches. So I'm so tempted to pick up some of those books. Because one of the things I loved about this article was their little drawings. Their drawings are so fun. They've got lots of... They've got lots of, like, feeling about them. Character. But they're also just... They're just pleasing, I suppose. Really pleasing and interesting. So this little article is broken into nine main sections... And the section we got is, is materials, fundamentals of creature design, warm-up, sketch, observe and study, exploring shapes. And that word exploring is like, it's a big word for this article. Because as I got into it, I realised a lot of this article, it was all about exploring. Every stage of this is about exploring, really, which is cool. Then we've also got layering with vellum. Vellum which I think is just like a, it's a form of tracing paper. I think it's a posh, fancy word for tracing paper. <laughs> we've also got finding features, building up the drawing, and then we've got the final sketch. So this article, it goes from, it goes from nothing, like a blank canvas, right to a finished sketch. And the sketch, I would say, is more of like a, at the point where you would just start to ink it, really. So it's cool. It doesn't go right to the end of a drawing. It's it's all about sketching this and getting your ideas down. So the main takeaways I got from this article, well, I loved this. The main takeaway I got really was it's all about exploring. Every fate, like stage of this article is about exploring, which I loved that. And I was getting so many ideas and tips and stuff reading this one. I've put here ways to take risks without too much risk. Again, it's beautiful. It's like it's a way of forcing yourself out of your comfort zone, but almost having like little, I suppose, safety nets. So there's certain ways is like he uses. Uh, I, I keep saying he. I don't think this art. I don't think the name Bryn is a he. B R Y N N. What it is, is it's because I keep looking at that name and seeing the name Brian. <laughs> so, but this artist, they use this, they use this tracing paper, this vellum, and they, they use it as layers. I'll talk about it more as we get into the article. But using that tracing paper as layers and scanning your work into the computer before committing, it's ways that you can sort of allow yourself to take risks but you've got you know that you can always fall back on things so i love that 
because again if you if you can take risks it's going to help you explore so i think that's cool but it's also it's about risks mentally as well because they say about how they use ink instead of pencils because by using ink you can't your it, it helps you let go because you know that you can't erase it so i've put here you will not worry about the risks erase and i've put it here because i was thinking about this yesterday i thought if you can erase it's too easy to erase something that isn't 100 percent right but you might do a little sketch and you look at it and think i don't like that so you erase it and you never know but you might have missed the treat there because if you had been using ink you don't know but that little sketch that didn't look very good and you've erased it if you had just played with it a bit more it might have turned into something really beautiful so i like that by using this ink you're you're potentially going to find more exciting things so that was cool i've also put here the importance of studying and reference which i think that is key i put a mixing of imagination and real so you're you're using things from your imagination but you're also keeping it real and as we get into the article you they talk about mixing creatures which is something they talked about in one of the other articles taking different characters like say taking a dog and a bird and trying to create a creature out of those two together so I'll talk about that a bit more in a minute mixing traditional and digital which i think is cool sketching and drawing on paper colors on the pc yeah i like that i've put here i love the effect of colored gesture sketches underneath the art i love it i love it when you can see you can see the color of a sketch underneath the finished drawing it just looks really cool and i also just love when artists sketch in colored pencils it just feels really it makes me like I said, it makes me feel happy seeing little coloured sketches. I put here it's an article full of little tips, which is cool. I put again the importance of not the actual drawing but studying and sketching. So this goes into some of the other articles. A lot of the articles lately I've been I've just been observing all the art all the artists are saying a lot of the process is not actually drawing it's the things you're not doing when you're drawing so like what is it put here last week get out in the woods well this was the last article which was about fairies it's talking about the importance of getting out in with the nature because then you you put yourself in nature when you sit down to do drawings a day later or something all that nature that you've been surrounded by is going to come into your art so on this one it's about studying and sketching animals so before you're even doing your drawing like study study the animals so you've got an understanding of them this is what goes back into mixing real and imagination and i've put it here in a way the drawing process never stops i thought that was quite cool and i've put it here i enjoyed this and i love their sketches there's lots of motion fullness and character in their sketches so let's get into this little article I've got loads of notes for this one it's it was such a fun a fun article so I'll just read the little intro bit so you get an idea of what the article is about 
it says, Using a variety of pencils and papers, Bryn Matheny covers how to invent a creature concept using animal research, anatomy studies and rapid sketch techniques. This article, Art Ickle, will cover how to build up forms and combine characteristics to make a new and interesting life form. How fun does that sound? So we start out with tools, talking about the materials really, and it's all traditional stuff apart from a little stylus for, looks like a Wacom, a Wacom tablet, a Wacom Cintiq or something. So the whole process is basically traditional, but there's a little bit of digital mixed in, which I think that's what I'm going to do in the future. Because I, I feel like what I'm going to be doing, I think, is I'm going to work traditional all the way to the point where it gets to colouring. And I think that's when I'll go digital. But this first bit, what did I put here? I put the little notes that I got was use what you enjoy using. I like that because they give you a bunch of tools. There's some tools in here I've never heard of. But they give you a bunch of tools. But really what they're saying is use what you enjoy using. And I said colour underlaying sketch. Dark pencils on top. And I've put, I put I do that with my little Sophie's. But I haven't made it a habit. So again what I, what you do is you, you do the, the, the sketches in a colour. And then when you're happy with the, with the sketch. You then go over the top of it dark. With your normal pencils to really make the finished sketch pop it says by using pencils by using pencils you can't erase you'll let go of doing it right which I thought was a cool little tip again it, this goes into that same thing as the ink it's a way of forcing yourself to take risks because again if you can erase it's, gonna, it's too tempting to erase and you might miss on something you might miss something beautiful they also talk about China marker, markers called grease pencils. I think these, yeah, they're great for bold mark making. They are large waxy pencils and they're almost impossible to erase. So I was thinking about looking into those little China markers. And then they've got, same with the paper. Use cheap paper at the start and it will force you to let go more, well, it will help you let go more easily. And I've noticed this with sketchbooks. If I've got a sketchbook, a really posh little sketchbook, I won't actually use it because I'm, I'm scared to use it. Whereas if I've got like a, a little cheap sketchbook, it's much, it's so much easier to, so what I do now is I, all my sketchbooks, I get them in a shop in town called The Works, really thick sketchbooks for a pound. So I can just, I can do whatever I want in those. You can even rip the pages out if you want. So it, that has really helped me with my not being, yeah, it's, it's helped me let go really. So what I do is the the posh fancy sketchbooks, I keep those for my little Sophie's. So I thought, I thought that was, again, another a nice little tip. And so what I'll put here, I'll put, so you ship paper and pencils, you can't erase for the initial sketching to let go. Blue painter's tape. Oh yeah, they talk about this blue painter's tape, which you use for 
sticking tracing paper on top of your your drawings but I've actually found something called scotch it's called scotch magic tape and this stuff is amazing you you got scotch magic tape it comes in two little flavors there's a green one which isn't actually reusable it's just invisible so you can you can write on top of it but you want the blue one scotch magic tape you want the blue one and what you can do with this is this stuff is incredible you can basically stick it on anything you could you can write on the top of it if you want and then what you can do is you can peel it off and then you could see so you can to me this is like the best tape in the world you can you, you can re keep reusing it so this stuff I love this stuff whenever I'm doing a realistic drawing I've got loads of this stuck to my table <laughs> my t -t -t table what I do is yeah what I do is I just I, I stick the paper down so as I'm moving because what you want to do is you want to stick your paper to the desk especially when you're doing a realistic drawing and then the paper's not going to move but you might want to move the paper so whereas before I started out using masking tape that ended up ripping my paper so that's when I found this stuff and I love it so it's scotch magic tape and you want the blue one which is reusable and invisible so that was basically the first little bit the next bit what's the next bit fundamentals of creature design got a little quote at the top and it says when inventing creatures it is imperative that you draw your animals as much as you can so in other words in order to be really good at inventing creatures you've actually got to be drawing real real life little animals so the more you understand these real animals the more you're going to be able to create really fun char characters and creatures which are from your imagination but they still look believable i think that was really f this bit's really fun so in my notes i've put to create creatures you have to study draw and draw animals so this is both inspirational but it keeps your keep it keeps your creature believable like the forms and the anatomy later on the, later on they're talking about taking multiple like creatures so if you know what a a dog's leg looks like for instance and say well like this one a rhino's head if you studied that it means you could take the rhino's horn and plop it on another creature and you would know how it how it's going to flow with the rest of it so it's like what can we can do is the more you study these creatures in real life the more you can start taking them apart and putting them on other other creatures and you'll you'll just know if it will work and stuff this is cool i put uses drawings uses drawings what's that oh yeah uses drawings made from photos at previous zoo trips and also because they talk about they go to the, the zoo and they take photographs so when they come they Again, this goes into what they talked about in that fairy article. You're going to the zoo to have a nice day out, relaxing. Take some photos. So those photos are going to play into your art later on. So this is, this, bit, this is what made me feel like the drawing process never stops. Because even when you're not drawing, you can still be 
gathering stuff for for later on which i thought is cool and then this is a little tip i liked it says if you can't get to the zoo for instance just watch a nature program pause it and sketch it i used to do that with anime back when i first started drawing i was watching anime every single morning and what i'd do is i'd because the thing with anime is japanese anime they always create such amazing characters but they have such cool dynamic poses so i'd see something and i'd think ah oh, I want to sketch that so i'll just pause it and sketch it but they're saying you can do that with nature programs as well which i think is cool because what's better about that is you're going to actually see the animal in a natural environment and you'll be able to watch it moving so not only are you going to be able to pause it and draw it and study it but you can actually also watch it to see how it's moving so i, I like that i thought it was cool and then I've put it here, they like to pick different animals to keep creature interesting. So they, they picked a rhinoceros and an iguana for this little article, which I think is cool. So you've got two completely different creatures really, but what they do is they pull them together and they create a creature that you can sort of see, you can sort of see bits of both in, in the final creature so what what i love about this is because they've studied the creature so much you look at it and you think that actually looks real you could imagine it existing in real life but you look at it as well and you think it looks really interesting and different so they've they've managed to merge imagination with realistic which i i love that it's really cool so the next little bit is called warm-up and in the article what you'll notice is their their warm-up is very very messy all they're doing is they're getting they're looking at whatever they they want to draw they're just getting their pen their pen or their pencil whatever and they're just scribbling out the shape and they're not even moving their pencil off the paper very very scribbly and you you look at it and think well, the, the the fun thing the fun thing is, even though they're all weird scribbles, you can actually see creatures in there. So you can, you can kind of see the creature in the scribbles, which is quite cool. But if put here, warm up is the most crucial. It gets your drawing muscles ready for action. <laughs> and again, what because it's just scribbles, it's it. You're not going to be sitting there thinking, oh, I've got to make this look perfect. It's not about that. Like they said, it's about just getting your hand moving. It's like stretching your muscles before before a run or something. I like that. And then I've put, they use permanent ink or whatever. Something permanent. Probably like those China markers. It says they use something permanent so that they they just go for it there's no erasing involved here and they're scribbling the creature's body so they're focusing on they're not focusing on details they're focusing on just the big shapes the big bastard shapes the big bastard basic shapes of the body fun the next little bit is called sketch observe and study and what i put here Oh yeah, 
this this little thing here come to me from the first book I ever studied from was called Keys to Drawing. That was an internal burp. Keys to Drawing by Bert Dodgson. And something I learned was you don't see something till you actually draw it. And as I was reading this little bit of the article, I remembered that. So to me, that is... Because what happened was, one time I was doing a realistic pencil drawing of a lady. I can't remember who it was. But whoever it was, I'd, I'd been looking at them for eight... I'd, I'd seen them for, like, years. And I thought I knew them. But as I sat down to draw them, I suddenly noticed that they had a tattoo. And I'd, I'd never noticed that tattoo... It was a little one. I never noticed that tattoo until I started drawing them. So, until you actually try to draw something, you haven't really, you haven't really studied it, I don't think. So I feel like the best way to study something is to draw it. So, which one's this? Number four. You don't see something until you draw it. And then I've put, what's this bit say here? Don't just draw, but study their behaviour and psychology and physiology. How cool. So you're not just drawing them. Yeah, you're not just drawing them. You're studying their behaviour and their physiology. I like that. Physiology will create the shapes, but their behaviour is going to create the feeling. So yeah, if you know that this creature, if you know that this creature stomps about... When you go to start creating your your own little character, you'll be you'll put it in a pose where it's stomping. So that's quite cool. We've got by drawing lots of animals, you're exploring ideas and shapes for your creature. Your creatures will come easier. He <laughs> can't read me notes sometimes. By drawing lots of animals, yeah. By drawing lots of animals. It's like you're gathering research. You're exploring ideas and shapes for your own creatures. So yeah, the more you, the more you draw real animals, the more you're going to get an idea of the actual shapes. So when you're creating your own characters, these shapes, like shapes of animals, will just come to you much easier because because you've been studying them a lot. Animals have surprising proportions. Again, I'll put a little note here. This goes into, again, Bert Dodgson. One of the things he said was, he kept saying this, and it's stuck in my head ever since. Bert Dodgson said, don't draw what you think, draw what you see. So again, animals have surprising proportions. If you draw an animal without studying it, it, you might think it's right, but when you actually study it, you'll realise the proportions are, are weird. And you won't notice that until you actually study it. And you, your best way to study it is to draw it. I like that. Small details are crucial. Your eyes don't see things till you draw it. Again, I've put that, I've put here about that tattoo. It's like your eyes are filtering the world. So you might look at somebody... Like, you might look at somebody and they're wearing, say, a, they're wearing a pink outfit. They've got a little blue... No, that would pop. Let's say they're wearing a little pink outfit and the bottom of their, their shoes has got a little, I don't know, little pattern on it. You might not notice that pattern because it's not very important information. But when you study them, 
when you draw them, you'll notice a little pattern. See, I like that. Small details. Your eyes, your eyes don't see things till you draw it. But they put the small details are crucial. So if you look at that final little the drawing, you can see that little claws. But what I liked was the little claw, little teeth that they've got coming. They've got a little, little tooth coming out of the mouth, which is cool. The yeah, little little things. It's one of my affirmations that little things make life big or something. <laughs> it's little things that make life big. Reference is important. I put. You need to draw animals before you can create them. Keeps repeating this because it's the importance of actually drawing real life. And then what I've yeah I put here look that thing about don't just draw but study their behaviour and psychology. I've put it will help create your story and your character. So again, I've I've put that in from one of these other articles. But when you're creating a character, it's all about the story and the character. So one of the ways to do that is to not just study their shapes, but to, to study their behaviour. And also, I would say also how they interact with other animals. Because that tells you a little story as well. The next bit of the article is called Exploring Shapes. And I've put... Yeah, I like this. They don't know what... what they're going to draw. They just create till after the, they just create till after the warm up sketches. Yeah, they don't know what they're going to draw. So when they're going into the warm up, they've got no idea what they're going to draw. But during the warm up, something might come out of it, which they can take further into their into their drawings. So again, when they're doing this little warm up bit, they're almost like just emptying their mind with these shapes, these random shapes. And then they'll look at the shape and think, oh, I like that shape. So then they can start exploring that shape, which I think is cool. Yeah, what I put here is their sketches inspire themselves. <laughs> That's cool. So the, the, little, the little shapes that they're doing in the warm-up is actually, it's actually inspiring them to create the shape for the actual character. It's quite amazing. This goes into that thing where I feel like we are connected to something else. Like, let's just say a higher self or something. So, this warm-up sketch, you're not thinking about what you're doing. You're just letting your hand and your pencil draw whatever you want. So, I feel like you're connecting with something greater than yourself, really. So, that, that creates the shape. And then you then, you bring your mind back in to start trying to turn those random shapes into actual things it explores the silhouettes I put keeps it simple a three-quarter composition so no perspective again I love this because what they don't want to do is they don't want to confuse themselves by trying to do everything all at once so what they do is they they say right there's not going to be any perspective going on here all I'm focusing on is the shapes the shapes and the feeling of the of the character, not about the perspective, which I think is cool. And what's this say here? As they sketch, they think about the creature's story. Yeah, how large is it? Male, female, <laughs> and I've put it here. Is it transgender? But I like that as well because again, 
they're being mindful of the story and the character so it's not just about the shapes it's not just about what you're drawing it's about i suppose like why you're drawing it but you're also thinking about the story i like this it's really cool the next little bit was called layering with vellum and this vellum is basically tracing paper there's a little little quote here and it says I'm careful about pressure as I go. I want I want to make sure the features I really like are bold and the underlying construction lines are light. This is one of the things I struggle with. When I'm sketching, I I tend to go too dark with my little sketches. I find it very hard to sketch lightly. So what happens is, like they said, when you want to try to make something pop, it's much harder because you've already gone you've already gone too dark so I like that so I've got, I've got to learn that and I said they stop sketching when they get a silhouette that they like they keep they're keeping their design balanced so they're thinking about they're, again they're thinking about what parts of the what parts of each animal are they going to use because they, they need the animal to look believable yeah, and balanced. Uses vellum, which is tracing paper, to find details, design details and shapes. And I've, oh, I like this bit. This little quote they said was, they said, remember, form follows function. Yeah, so you might have an interesting shape, but it's got to have a function as well. Function. Form follows function. I like that. It says, if a creature has wings, why does it have wings? Only have something on a creature that makes sense. So again, you're you're sort of, you're playing. You're playing by doing things like putting wings on stuff. But you've also got to think, is this actually, should this really be here? So there's this balance between being creative, but also keeping it real. Which I like that. You're creating from imagination, but keeping it real and believable. And I've put here, it goes back to studying the animals to build up your understanding. But then I've put, but you can still play and make things up. I like that. I was going to say something really important. What was it? Ah, the tracing paper. What they do with this tracing paper, it's almost like they're working digitally but traditionally so what they do is they they do their little sketch they do their initial sketch <laughs> this is going to be quite funny they do their initial sketch they then get a, a piece of tracing paper put it over the top and they they basically start building up the design of the creature on top of that initial sketch so what happens is let's say they've got a piece of tracing paper they start building out a design and they think oh, I don't like that one they can actually take it off and they've still got their initial sketch underneath and this to me felt just like working digitally because on the on the digital on the computer you do your little gesture drawing you then make a new layer so you can play around with different designs on top of it but you've always still got your initial your initial layer so again it's like you're taking risks because you can if if you was doing the drawing the sketch on top of your gesture 
and you made a mistake yeah you you you'd lose this you would lose the initial gesture so i like this it's a way of again being able to play and explore but you've still got the initial like the exciting bit the gesture the bit that you like but what they also do which i think is amazing they actually put multiple bits of tracing paper on top of each other so it's not just one they might they, they might do a little drawing and they think oh, i like this one but then they put another piece of tracing paper on with a different colored pencil they start adding they might they'll try a different one but it will be based off the one they just did so it's like they're building they're they're sort of building up a creature over these multiple layers but the good thing is they can always revert back to a previous phase of it i think this is amazing i've never ever not only have i never ever done this i've never heard of anyone doing this before it just seems like a genius way of playing around with design ideas really because if you think about it you might have a gesture gesture that you love and what you could do is you could have you could just sit there and say i'm going to create 20 different characters based off this one gesture so you'd have like 20 sheets of tracing paper each with a different a different design on it and then you could look and say oh, i like this one again you can even start going to a point where you combine your designs it's, it's amazing a little tip another little tip they use blunt pencils for the big bastard basic shapes because that helps you not focus on the details if you've got a blunt pencil you can't go in there and start doing these little details so again i love that as well they start simple and then go to the details so when you get to the details later that's when you start bringing in your your sharp pencils and stuff again it is it's a way of forcing yourself yeah it's a way of forcing yourself to keep it simple the next little bit is called finding features and i'll put here color erase pencils draw lightly and build up the drawing yeah so you, they've got multiple layers here multiple bits of tracing paper or or that is called vellum color one so what they do is they don't just have two sheets of paper they also have a different colored pencil on each sheet because what that means is if you look at the the drawing they're doing you can see the different color underneath so it's, it's just really cool it's like you can see you can see the red underneath the blue layer which i think is cool so the red one is the body plan and then the next one is putting the features so what they're doing is they're the first layer of that tracing paper is like your big bastard shapes but with a bit of detail and then if they like it they then put another layer on top different colored pencil and they start adding more details beautiful again it's, it's like it's like a digital process it's like working on the computer i think this is cool draw lightly and build up the drawing use darker color to pull out key features and they talk about pushing harder to make things pop and i've put here it's like a drawing version of sculpting building up the shapes and the details 
Relim the tracing paper means you can always revert back. So it's a good way of experimenting your ideas. And I've put it here, it's like layers on the computer. And then I've put pressure. Only make features you like bold. The construction is light. So on their little drawing, what you can see is parts of it are dark. Parts of it are dark. And then there's lots of it that's light. So it's cool that. I think that's what gives the, the creature this form. It's, it's the fact that they're focusing on the bits they want darker. It makes things... It makes it look like a really thick creature, I suppose. Pressure paint is tape. It says it stops the tracing paper getting crumpled when you're erasing. And what I've put here? Huh, I've put get your sausage out. You can make your lines lighter by getting your sausage out, which is a little tip I learnt from Jake Parker. What you do is, when you're doing your sketching, if you do, if you don't, because I have to do this, because I sketch too dark. What I have to do is, once I've once I'm like happy with it, I'll get my kneaded eraser, put it into a sausage, in my and then you roll it over the top of your pen, your sketch, and you can actually make it lighter. So that's the way I've had to do it at the moment and it works quite cool what's the next bit here we're on to the final page now the final bit so this one's called building up the drawing building up the drawing ah oh, i like this as well scans it into the computer for a backup so again this is why i love this article it's it's given me lots of tips on how to how to be able to explore safely take risks safely so the multiple layers of tracing paper means you can really play with your design ideas and if you don't like something you can just go back you can go back a step but also by scanning let's say you get your design on your tracing paper and you like it you can then scan that into the computer so you've now got a backup of that as well so when you start drawing on top of your your design with your final pencil when that's when you make stuff pop you're going dark then you're sort of committing to the lines at that point but you, you can commit safely knowing that you've got a backup on the computer so I, I love that i think it's really cool number eight i've also put light to dark yeah captures the volume and the textures i like that and then just put they draw over the top of their colour erase drawing. Yeah, but so they actually draw over the top of their design that they like. But they did say that you could actually use another piece of tracing paper. So if you really wanted to, you could like oh I love this. It's really cool. I really I really like this article. I've I've come away from it with full of so many ideas. And then the final bit of the article is the final sketch. And the final sketch, as I said before, it looks like it looks like a real creature, but you can also see it isn't. It looks like a dinosaur. It looks like something that would have existed thousands of years ago, millions of years ago. It looks really cool. It looks really f like fat and full and heavy. You can feel the heaviness of it. But what I've put here is 
even at this final bit when they're putting the final sketch together, they're still editing editing their design. So even at the end, even at the end, they're still exploring. This this whole thing was about exploring. You're exploring before you even do any drawing, but by actually physically exploring the world, like in the zoo, you're taking photos and then you're exploring these characters by studying them. You're then scribbling on pieces of paper to explore shapes. You're then turning those shapes into more advanced shapes with a bit more detail. Again, you're, you're exploring your shapes. And then you start expo- exploring your designs with these different sheets of paper. And then at the, at the final bit, you're, you're still exploring like features and stuff. making. I think it's really cool. Another little tip left to right to avoid smudging thinking about the light source so they're now starting to think about the light source and actual details like that and then at the end here it says finally you can scan it into photoshop and start adding your colors etc i think that's cool and i will say this artist has got lovely nails Lovely long nails. Nice. They're not super long. They're just very nicely, well looked after nails. So I do believe that Bryn is a, a female, but I'm not sure. But well, for me this was a really fun article, little article, and little Dennis enjoyed it. He he enjoyed this one. What I would love to do is take two of my puppets, like little Dennis, and let's say Peter the Penguin, and start bringing them together. That would be quite fun. I'd enjoy that, I think. But I hope you enjoyed this little article. It was a look at... What's it called? (laughs) I've forgotten the name of it. Creating Creatures, Sketching and Concept Design with Bryn Matheny. I hope you enjoyed that. I had so much fun with that one. It's really fun going through these articles on the podcast because it's amazing how much you learn the second time. So as you're going through your notes, you're almost learning just as much as you do the first time. It's really fun. But I hope you enjoyed that. And I definitely recommend checking out Bryn's little website. It's beautiful, it is. And he's got little books on there and stuff like to talk to, like to talked about before. So I definitely recommend that. You can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com and you can also find this as a video on YouTube at youtube.com slash sophielawson. That's basically it. All that's left is this week's little inspirational quote and it actually goes to the artist Grin from this article. I absolutely love this quote. So the, the inspirational quote this week is... It can be useful to look back at those warm-up scribbles. There might be ideas hidden in there somewhere. What I love about that is, just this week on the YouTube, somebody put a... I was talking with somebody on the YouTube, and what they said was, they said that they throw away all of their... most of their artwork, so that they'll do a drawing and they'll throw it away, and they'll only keep like their really best ones. But what I, what I do is, I just keep everything... And I, I'm a little bit... Sometimes I wish I'd, I could throw things away. 
but then I also feel like it's really good to keep stuff because the amount of times I've looked at my old drawings especially the ones that at the time I thought thought was rubbish you look at it and it actually inspires you because you you, re- you see how much you've grown so like looking back at your old stuff it can it can inspire you because you can see how, how much better you're getting but also sometimes you'll look at it and you'll think the only the reason that's not very good is because I wasn't quite good enough so what you can do is you can redraw it and you can do it much better now because you've got better skills so it's almost like your old stuff it can it can inspire you and motivate you in the future which I I think is quite cool but I like this because he's talking about in the little scribbles so these little scribbles which they're just scribbles yeah they everything you're doing it could turn into something beautiful it just depends really whether you want to take that scribble further so I thought that was quite cool so this week's little inspirational quote it can be useful to look back at those warm-up scribbles there might be ideas hidden in there somewhere Bryn Matheny